Welcome to Double Booked, your place for library news, book recommendations, and reading banter, hosted by Wilmington Memorial Librarians, Aaron Driscoll and Danielle Masterson. We are broadcasting from the WCTV Community Television Studios in Wilmington, Mass. We want to thank WCTV for allowing us to use their facility and equipment. It's that time of year when people start traveling for the holidays, and we thought we would help make those trips much more enjoyable with some audiobook recommendations. Our guest today is none other than Tina Stewart, the library director at WML. <laughs> Hi, Erin and Danielle. Thank you for inviting me today to join you. Absolutely. We're so excited to have you. <laughs> A fellow audiobook enthusiast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought we could start this week by just... Some general, uh, you know, audiobook, audiobook discussion. I love it. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, so how did you guys come to audiobooks? Have you always been a fan or? Uh, well, I am a, a new fan, so to speak, during the pandemic. Prior to the pandemic, I basically would borrow audiobooks from the library when I went on a long car drive, taking a trip to Pennsylvania. And uh, then during the pandemic... I started walking more because the gym was closed. And I was listening to music podcasts, but uh, I thought, yeah, I'm going to try some, uh, download some audiobooks. And then I got hooked. So now audiobooks is a part of my regular quote unquote reading. And I uh, usually will have one audiobook that I'm listening to and another one that I'm reading. And sometimes I'll do the crossover. I'll be listening to the same book that I'm reading and then just have to kind of uh, make sure the chapters are in sync. But uh, so, yeah, the pandemic was a game changer for me in terms of just listening to uh, more audiobooks than I had in the past because I don't have a very long commute. And I know uh, over the years when before streaming, um, many of the people who checked out audiobooks were commuters and uh, listened to them on their drive into work sure. and uh, or long like me along uh, trips. But now I think audiobooks are just part of people's everyday reading all ch- uh, choices. Uh, people who love to read have uh, I think they're an integral part of their uh, choice now. Yeah. I think podcasts really changed the game for, for audiobooks. Yeah. I think people got used to listening mm-hmm. to um, podcasts mm-hmm. and then they wound up taking the trip over to audiobooks. Uh, for me, my uh, I've not been a big audiobook person in the past. What started mine was Reading Rivals, <laughs> which we are still um, we are still competing against the town of Tewksbury for Reading Rivals, and um, so I started doing a similar thing where I would have an audiobook going and I would have a regular book, or I would do the same thing where you you get you know the same the same book and you have it you know you sync up your chapters and you listen sometimes or you you read other times but um i really wanted to keep reading while i was cleaning or doing chores and get my minutes for reading rivals and then i just found that i kind of fell in love with them so i've been hooked ever since yeah i was definitely one of those people that sort of migrated over from podcasts um i had only ever really listened to audiobooks like I listened to Shakespeare on audiobook as like a high schooler and um, in college because that was recommended to me because, you know, they are plays. So like listening to them, there's definitely something to be to be gained by that. Um, Otherwise, I can remember like one family trip where I was a kid and we like borrowed the like 
I, I think it was like a Junie B. Jones from the library. <laughs> and we still talk about how much our family hated that audiobook. <laughs> 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 um, so that didn't go over well for our family trip. Oh. I think we're more radio uh, people. <laughs> um, but I... I love audiobooks now. Um, I'm hooked. I listen to them when I'm out on walks. I listen to them when I'm doing chores. I Mm -hmm. listen to them in the car. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sometimes I listen to them when I'm trying to get a book done in time for book group. (laughs) Good Um, idea. Mm -hmm. Listen and read, as we've mentioned. Um, Mm -hmm. So I, they, and I, I just also think part of it is, the audiobook industry, I think, has like really upped its game in the past. Oh, like, yeah, much know, better, like much years. better quality. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, you find a lot more um, actors and actresses are reading now, and uh, some of the narrators. Like there are people who um, follow different narrators, and uh, if you listen to any of their stuff, you know you can go online and see, you know what else they've read. If you're using one of the library apps, you can just uh, choose the narrator at the bottom of. If you're looking at an audiobook on Libby. You can scroll down to the bottom, hit the narrator, and see what else they've read. Yes. And uh, for me, I found that when um, when I really like someone, whether it's an actor or an actress or an actual narrator, I will do that. I will go ahead and try to find other things that they've read uh, just to kind of – because I, I kind of fall in love with their voice. Yeah. So <laughs> We were talking earlier, how important is the voice? Yes. And you could play a sample <laughs> – uh, on uh, our, our streaming services like uh, Hoopla and, Audi- and um, Overdrive to check out, do you like that voice? Because yeah. it is important to, in, uh, in, if you have to listen to something for 12 hours, that I you can, like the voice. It can <laughs> really make or break. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, How do you guys feel about when authors read their own audiobooks? Do you think it's great? Do you think they should leave it to the pros? I, I think they should leave it to the pros. I mean, there are some authors that I think can do a really nice job. Like I have on hold uh, a Graham Norton audiobook, mm-hmm. and he's um, he's over in England uh, and has a great voice. And but he's also a broadcaster, mm-hmm. so like he wrote the book and he's narrating it. And I'm looking forward to listening to it. But I think if you're just kind of an author, it might be good to to leave it to the pros. That. Yeah. I agree with Danielle. I think it depends, though, because one of my recommendations is by the author reads the book. But I do think it, it, it depends uh, yeah. who, who the author is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I tend to agree. I, my one exception is I, I usually, if it's a celebrity memoir, I usually want it read by the celebrity. Oh, <laughs> like, definitely. I think that makes, yes. Let's hope that celebrity mm-hmm. has a good voice. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think that makes all the difference. But yeah. other than that, I, I like to see it. A professional voice actor. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Danielle, do you want to start us off for our Absolutely. first recommendation? Sure. Um, and this is an example of a book that I I picked out just because of the narrator. So uh, the book is called Big Girl, Small Town, and it's written by Michelle Gallen. And I would say that it is by far my favorite audiobook I've ever listened to. Mm-hmm. Um I could really, I could talk about it for hours and hours on end, but I won't because, you know, our podcast shouldn't be five hours. <laughs> um, but the book is read by Nicola Coughlin, and uh, she is one of the stars of Dairy Girls and Bridgerton mm-hmm. on Netflix. So if anyone's fans of those shows, you might want to check this out. Um, Nicola also uses her 
Northern Irish accent, not. So if you've seen her in Dairy Girls, you know that's her native accent. Um, Bridgerton, she puts on a British accent. So this is, um, she's reading with her, her native accent. Um, but in Big Girl, Small Town, Michelle Gallen tells the story of Magella, who is a woman in her 20s who lives an ordinary but very structured life in Bogie in Northern Ireland. And the story takes place during the Troubles uh, when Protestant Unionists wanted to stay in the UK and Catholic Nationalists wanted to be a part of Ireland. Um, you do not need to know a whole lot about the Troubles to really enjoy this book. Um, you need to know just kind of what I just said. You need to know the main players of the Troubles. Although it's never really ex explicitly stated um, because she doesn't realize it herself, Magella is autistic. She's a charming character. She really has you pulling for her throughout the whole novel. And uh, The Guardian in the UK called it a darkly hilarious novel about small town life, which manages to be wildly entertaining despite being mostly set in a chip shop. <laughs> and I think that's really like that. That is really what this book is. It's set in the chippy. It's Magella's life. But I loved it. You know, like, I didn't want it to end. I just wanted to keep staying with her. Um, her mother's alcoholic. Her father's missing. And uh, you will know what happens to him if you read between the lines and you pay attention. Um, and the story does begin with the violent death of her grandmother. Um, and that does that does carry out throughout the novel. Um, but I will say, if you are not used to a Northern Irish accent... You may struggle with the audio version. Um, what you could do is take out the print version and the audio and then kind of follow along if you want um, to kind of get used to the accent. Um, but even if you're not used to the accent, I would give it a go. Listen to the sample and see how you like it. Uh, Nicola reading the main character is it's just so great. <laughs> I after I finished it, I think it's like a nine hour audiobook. And after I finished it, I could still just hear her yelling, Magella mm -hmm. and <laughs> when she was being her mother. And uh she's one of those few people who can change voices and really bring er all the characters to life. Um but yeah, I just and I didn't want it to end. Mm. So <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like I I'm a big fan of Dairy Girls, which we've discussed, yes. which she's <laughs> in. And I do find that I sometimes have to watch Dairy Girls with subtitles. So yes. I could mm -hmm. definitely see <laughs> how, yes. how bits of it would escape you. But uh, she does have a lot of great voices of you. If yeah. you've seen her in different roles. Mm -hmm. um, it's funny. A lot of the Bridgerton actors have yeah. been very successful audiobook readers. Um, I know... Uh, Adua Ando, who mm -hmm. voices, uh, who plays <laughs> Lady Danbury, is also yeah. a great audiobook reader. Um, she did uh, Lauren Groff's Matrix, and yeah, she just has a great voice. I think she does one of the Doctor Who ones too. I've listened to some of the Doctor Who uh, novels on audio, and I think she's done at least one or two of those because she was on Doctor Who at one point. Yes, yeah. Um, but she has a fabulous voice. Yes. I do love listening to she her. She also did Coraline. She. Anytime you need like a wry sort of like knowing voice, yes, <laughs> like, she's she's great for that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yes. mm -hmm. All right, Tina, do you have your first 
recommendation? I am really going to switch lanes. <laughs> sure, <laughs> please do. Yeah, and as I said earlier, um, long trips. Uh, this was one book we listened to. Uh, my husband and I were driving to Pennsylvania. So when you're trying to find an audio book to listen to w- with somebody else, that's a little bit of a challenge. Mm-hmm. So it is football season. Yes. <laughs> and you, and uh, people may be driving, you know, uh, to their uh, family's house, and you're trying to pick a book uh, that has to do with football. And this one has to do with football in Italy. Written by John Grisham, Playing for Pizza. Now, this is a departure from his legal uh, thrillers. It's a very entertaining and fun book. So the, um, the main character is a, a third-string quarterback who's uh, in the game, with, uh, he's a cl- plays for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, and it's a championship games, uh, game, and the, uh, the Browns are ahead, and the quarterback gets hurt. So this third-string quarterback ends up going in the game. They're 17 points ahead, and he does terrible, and, and they lose. Mm-hmm. So now he is not in a good place. He needs to get out of the Cleveland. He needs to get out of Cleveland. And he's and his now he tells his agent, I, I, I want to still play. Can you find me a team? Nobody wants him. Except he found him a team in Italy. Mm-hmm. And so uh, here's it's the cult, clash of the cultures. Yeah. Never been to Italy, doesn't know a thing about Italy, doesn't know a thing about Italians. So, uh, but they do play football, believe it or not. And so mm-hmm. it is a funny book. And again, this is one where, you know, certainly the, it's a cultural clash. And uh, it, it was just, my husband and I just laughed at uh, certain parts of the book together. And we mm-hmm. did finish it when we, by the time we landed in, in my hometown of Pennsylvania, in, in, uh, in Mount Carmel, where I live. My family is so weird. But it was fun. And I, I just recommend that sort of, a, it's a light book. It's not heavy. Uh, and it's, it's just a fun book to read, especially, you know, certainly if you're a football fan and yeah. uh, want to travel to Italy as well. So. That sounds great. I don't know who mm-hmm. read it, but it is available on uh, Overdrive and Hoopla, which we haven't talked a l- any about our uh, different streaming platforms. Yeah. Uh, and Hoopla, I think we mentioned, is that there is there are no uh, uh, always available, Ex- except I know yes. we have certain who, there's certain, a couple su- that are su- flex titles. Flex titles. But you're yes. only competing against your fellow. Uh, Wilmington residents, yeah. yes. <laughs> so mm-hmm. lots shorter wait times. So, yeah. uh, but it's available on Hoopla and Overdrive. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's, um, uh, yeah. So check it out yes. right, next if you're traveling this holiday season. Yes. One of my so I like I said came to audiobooks from podcasts. So most of my audiobook listening for a long time was like exclusively nonfiction. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It was just like a hurdle I had to get over listening to fiction audiobooks. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I have really changed my mind on that. And one of my favorite <laughs> kind of audiobook format styles is when each character gets their own voice actor, like yes. when there's a voice cast for mm-hmm. the audiobook. Love that. Yep. <laughs> um, and so I especially loved... Um, the audiobook version of Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I think it's a fiction book that lends itself particularly well to this format because it's written as sort of a series of interviews of this fake band. It's very convincing. We read it for book club and some people were like, I had to look up if Daisy Jones and the Six was a real band. (laughs) (laughs) It's very convincing. They're definitely sort of an analog of like Fleetwood Mac um, with all the drama and infighting that you'd imagine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, The sort of 60s, 70s band. uh, And it's it's written in a series of interviews after they've they've broken up. So each character gets their own voice and, you know, they all kind of... um, 
it's especially fun when band members kind of disagree or remember series of events differently yeah because <laughs> mm-hmm. they'll all be answering the same question but like mm-hmm. t- some different versions of events um and it's just a really fun audiobook it feels like you're listening to an episode of vh1's uh behind the music and oh, i love that show me mm-hmm. too yes me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so just a really fun um fiction audiobook i just loved it yeah um, Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's great. It, it reminds me. So I also enjoy a lot of full cast ones. Yes. And um, my next one is a middle grade uh, novel, but everyone's familiar with it. It's 101 Dalmatians mm-hmm. by Dodie Smith. And a lot of people kind of think of the Dalmatians. They were um, they're like a Disney creation, but they're not. So um, this was my absolute favorite book as a child. I literally read it every year, <laughs> at least once, sometimes twice. Um, I still own my copy. Um, and so when I was looking for audiobooks during Reading Rivals, I found that there was a full cast version of 101 Dalmatians. And it's a BBC audio version. It's available on Libby. And Cruella DeVille is played by the amazing Patricia Hodge from the series Miranda. And if anyone's familiar with the show, Patricia is Miranda's what I call mother, Penny. (laughs) And you will get that if you like the show. (laughs) Um, So the story is really well known. I mean, we've all seen the movies and it's Mr. and Mrs. Dearly. They live in London um, with their two Dalmatians, Pongo and Mrs. And Mrs. produces a litter of 15 puppies and the dogs go missing. And it's up to Pongo and Mrs. to find them. And um, just along the way, they meet several fantastic characters, and they find that their puppies are being held along with over 80 other puppies um, by Cruella DeVille. And she just wants to turn them all into fur coats, and we can't have that. Uh, So (laughs) the BBC audio versions, if you do a search on Libby and you just type in BBC, you'll get a bunch of them. Um, They often feature well-known actors from your favorite British shows. Um, So when I went looking for it, I I recognized Patricia Hodge's name. Um, It also had uh, Brenda Blethyn, who is on the show Vera. And so I saw the names that I recognized. I went ahead and I I downloaded it and I thought it was great. Um, It is from 1996, but you wouldn't realize that. It holds up so well. And, um, you know, there's been some other audiobooks that I've listened to for the same reason. You know, just looking up British actors that I, I enjoy. I just I love a good I love a good British and Irish accent. And uh, Hugh Bonville from Downton Abbey, Lord Grantham, he reads uh, the Paddington books. And so if you put his name in, you'll get Paddington and a few others. Um, and they're just really adorable reads. So that's kind of, I, I do look a lot at who's reading them. And then sometimes I'll do a book that, like 101 Dalmatians, that I know very well. So then if I start to kind of space out, I really didn't miss anything. Um but yeah, I highly recommend, even though they're kids' books, they're mm. short reads and they're short listens, and um, they're really nice to listen to with a full cast. Mm. Yeah, and you might be in the car with your, your family. Absolutely. You yeah. Mm-hmm. All ages. Yes. Mm-hmm. Tina. Uh, before I, I give you my recommendation, I, I thought of something, Danielle, um, which going back and, and listening to a classic that you read yeah. as a child or read in high school uh, 
or as a uh, even a year a few years ago like if you know the plot and then go back and read the class listen to the classic I did that with Jane Eyre and I had read it years ago but I listened to it and it really is a different experience uh, and you uh, to listen to a classic especially I think when the, if you have to listen to the classic the first time and you don't know the plot and there's a lot of characters I think sometimes it could be challenging Mm -hmm. But if you know the book yeah. and you listen to it, it's it's pretty uh, – I found it a very enjoyable experience. Definitely. I agree. I find it really rewarding to listen to classics, even for the first time I through. Because yeah. I find – like for me, I know Charlotte is a huge – our uh, former yeah. assistant director, yes. Charlotte, was a huge, huge fan, fan of, of uh, Jane Austen. Fan. And I would have trouble like sitting down and reading Read. Jane Austen. I have trouble like Same figuring here. out the tone the sometimes. Yeah. Like. When is it a joke? When, when is, is it serious? It an, yeah. And audiobooks like really give you a big assist. assist. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. definitely. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah, that's a recommendation to try a classic. Yes, yeah. in, in, if you're in trying, if you're listening to audiobooks now, yeah, and uh, you're doing bestsellers mainly, maybe switch it up a little bit. Try, definitely try a classic. Mm -hmm. uh, but my next recommendation is Born a Crime by Trevor Noah. Yes, this is one of those. Uh, books where you definitely have to listen to it rather than read it. It's mm -hmm. like, is the movie better than the book? Mm -hmm. This is one where the audio book is, I think, better than the print. He mm -hmm. just brings this book to life. Uh, he's a born storyteller, and uh, he he is. Uh, it's about his childhood growing up in uh, uh, Johannesburg, uh, Johannesburg under apartheid, mm -hmm. and uh, the title of the book is based on the fact that his mother was uh, African American. Oh, actually, excuse me, black. And uh, a father was white, so it was illegal for inter interracial marriage. So he mm -hmm. was born to crime. Yeah. And he uh, had to deal with that uh, through growing up uh, during this time period under apartheid. But he, um, he really has, you know, his humor comes through. His, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, uh, his mother is a very essential character in his story. Yes. She's a strong mother, passionate about... Uh, you know his life and uh, very religious, but she's uh, a, a big player in, in a big character in his book, and she's you fall in love with the mother. But she's funny as well in her strict code of conduct, and <laughs> and he's a he's a he's a typical kid growing up, a teenager, and, and <laughs> lots of pranks that he's played and <laughs> in the book. It's just it's a very very good book, and you learn a lot about apartheid and what it was like during this period of time. Uh, in in um, South Africa, so I I'd really highly recommend it. It's not very long, and uh, it it sort of comes up through you know his does it ends before sort of his big breakout. He does start doing comedy you know in in uh, uh, that country, but then uh, it sort of ends before he uh, comes to the United States, where he becomes a, certainly a uh, certainly well known uh, star comedian. But uh, yeah, definitely one of those books by the author. That yes. is definitely uh, should be on your list. Yes, Trevor Noah mm -hmm. has an excellent voice. Yeah. Yes, and you'll find sometimes that when you're looking for people that you're familiar with as actors and actresses, that they're audible, not to promote audible, but they do have a lot of mm -hmm. versions. But you can also get them at the library on audio disc. Mm -hmm. So Trevor Noah's um, yeah. for streaming, that's only available on audio. That's right. I, I'm sorry, Audible, but it uh, we do have copies yes. in the audio CDs. Yes. So we do um, have that, and that's a way. Like I know a lot of us stream them. It's easy. You can just mm -hmm. plug your headphones in and listen on your phone. 
But sometimes to get uh, a really great one, sometimes you do need to break out the CD player. Yeah, yeah and that's around, okay. Yeah. yeah. Get mm-hmm. around those Amazon exclusives. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I so I, my first recommendation was fiction, but really I I mostly love to listen to audiobooks, uh, nonfiction audiobooks. Yeah. Partly because, as Tina mentioned, like I usually have an audiobook going, and a print book going, and I mm-hmm. find it easier to separate the two in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, the more different they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Absolutely. So if we've got a nonfiction, you know, history yeah. book or something, mm-hmm. much easier to separate from um, whatever fiction book I'm reading. I also think audiobooks. Uh, lend themselves well to what I think of as more like aspirational, like nutritional reads. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> you know, books mm-hmm. that I, I want to be the kind of reader that le- <laughs> reads a lot of nonfiction books. Um, so I listen to a lot of, this is less a singular recommendation, I guess, and just a hit list of uh, some of my, my favorite ones I've listened to lately. Um, I like to listen to history books that have an edge of true crime to them. Sure, definitely. <laughs> um, so uh, a couple that I think are great are um, Patrick Radden Keefe. He writes these great nonfiction books. They're a little dense, so not necessarily a book I would sit down and like. I did open. sit and read that book, did but you? it took a long time, but it's a very good book. Yes, he's written two that I think were great for mm-hmm. audiobooks for that reason. They're um, Say Nothing, which That's is... That's the one I read, yes, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. About the troubles in ireland Mm -hmm. but it also sort of has this like subplot of like a true crime like murder investigation Mm -hmm. that like part of it takes place at boston university like Mm -hmm. it's just a really interesting um kind of dissection of like what happened (laughs) during the troubles in Mm -hmm. ireland um he has a newer one uh empire of pain which follows the Mm -hmm. um Sackler family uh, mm-hmm. who owned Purdue Pharma um, and mm. you know oh, have, okay. mm-hmm. uh, you know largely been held responsible for the the oxycotton um, mm-hmm. you know opioid crisis, crisis. I, yeah. yes mm-hmm. um, so these are both you know they're a little dense but they're great yeah. listening because mm-hmm. when you're listening to audiobook like you kind of aiming to understand like the broad strokes mm-hmm. um, yeah they're still you know have that sort of edge of like an investigation so they're still very um you know there's there's forward momentum yes (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and i think they're both really good the say nothing has a um an irish uh voice actor i don't remember his name empire of pain actually patrick radden keefe reads it which Mm -hmm. at first i was nervous but he does a nice job okay (laughs) we'll let it go this time patrick Um, another uh, audiobook I loved was um, Midnight in Chernobyl mm-hmm. by uh, Adam Higginbottom. And that goes over the, you know, Chernobyl nuclear plant. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> another crisis. I guess I love a crisis. You do. <laughs> Very heavy <laughs> reading. <laughs> but it's fascinating. It, it goes, like, pretty much, like, hour per hour, uh, like, what mm-hmm. yeah. happened and, yeah. like, how it got so bad. And, like, mm-hmm. it just... Just fascinating stuff. So <laughs> if yeah. you're like me and you like to try to like, I don't know, like a little spoonful of sugar for your history, <laughs> um, I recommend these kind of like sort of true crime, sort of history books. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with you, Erin. If I, I'm in with my book club, if it's a, uh, an, a nonfiction book, I will definitely look, is it available on audio before yes. I even look for the print book? And yeah. I will... We'll, 
migrate to the uh, audio version rather than the print. Mm -hmm. yes. For some reason, the I don't know, listening to nonfiction seems to be like you're listening to a lecture or or something that's, it, it is easier somehow to digest, I yeah, think, the definitely. nonfiction. Someone's telling you about it and yeah. you can be, you know, getting mm -hmm. your dishes washed yeah, at the same right. time. Exactly. Closer <laughs> yeah. to what a podcast may be. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Oh, another just recommendation, um, if you're looking for a place to start with audiobooks, mm -hmm. um, you can check out the annual Audio Awards. Mm -hmm. um, the yeah. Audio Publishers Association has their kind of industry's version of the Oscars. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, they're awarded each March. And mm -hmm. um, the great thing is there's tons of categories. So there's the Audiobook of the Year and like the... Mm -hmm. um, the uh, male and female mm -hmm. voice readers of the mm -hmm. year, but there's also best audiobook in all kinds of categories, like yeah. self-help, um, mm -hmm. true crime, you know, yeah. memoir. Like it's and and the runners-up mm -hmm. are also yeah. so it's like yeah. kind of a great list of yeah. places Definitely. to start. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and if you're using uh, Libby, what you can do is it will have at the top. You can just choose audiobooks, and sometimes what I do if I'm looking for not a specific voice reader, I might just open up. Libby, you know, while I'm watching TV yeah. and hit audiobooks under the new category and just see what's new right now. And or, what's available. Yeah, in the <laughs> what's available category. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, those are good places to start as well if you're just kind of browsing, not yeah. sure where to what to read. You should probably put a plug in for our tech help because if you are t totally new to mm -hmm. streaming and Libby and the apps, and you want to try to start listening to audiobooks on on one of your devices. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, just stop by, make an appointment, or drop in for tech help. It's, it's yeah. so easy to do now. Yep. Yes. And so not mm -hmm. to be intimidated by mm -hmm. it. Uh, uh, you, I think you're missing out if you don't give it a try. Yeah. And especially for um, uh, for people whose eyesight may be starting to wane. Definitely. And or at night, their eyes are tired. Yeah. Uh, it's such a wonderful alternative. It's so there's so like so much better now than yeah. and so much easier yes. to to mm -hmm. uh, access and as we are as we all have been saying there's a lot available and the quality of the readers is better and the availability mm -hmm. and the streaming services are so much easier to use than they were I'd say a decade ago yeah, yeah. so uh, if you've been if you tried it years ago tr I'd say try it again yeah uh, and don't be intimidated like you're yeah, saying yeah. Tina we have tech help yeah. uh, drop-ins on Tuesday yeah. Wednesday and Saturday at two o'clock yeah. and any of our tech experts would be happy yeah. to help yep. And uh, if it's just a quick question yeah. and you stop by the desk, yeah. you know, we'll try and get you Start started right away. But mm -hmm. if it needs a little more work, yeah. we do have those tech help sessions. Yeah. That's yeah. a great point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, we should mention before we sign off that audiobooks absolutely count towards your minutes. They right. sure right. do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so you have till the day before Thanksgiving at yes. noon to get those minutes in. So mm -hmm. it's a great way to, to rack up some reading time. Yes, definitely. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Uh, till next time, uh, keep logging those minutes. Yes, please. Go Wilmington. Go Wilmington. <laughs>